Hey guys, I'm Danielle. And I'm Joe. Welcome to If, if Walls, Walls Could Talk. Talk. We're the owners of Style & Structure. We build and renovate custom homes. We're going to talk about everything from purchasing a lot to building your dream home. There's a lot that goes on behind the build. And we are gonna talk about all of it with guest speakers, experts in the field, designers, and real homeowners. And oh man, if walls could talk. Thanks for joining us again with another episode of If Walls Could Talk. I'm Danielle, one of the owners, and my business partner, Joe, is not here with us today. He is busy on a job site building a home, but that's okay because the topic today isn't really in his wheelhouse, and we're going to be talking about mood boards. So I have a special guest today. She is our brand manager at Style & Structure, and her name is Lindsay. Welcome, Lindsay. Thanks for having me, Danielle. Yes. So Lindsay is in charge of our mood boards. She just has an eye for design. And anytime a customer comes in, we think it's super fun to start with a mood board just so they can visualize a direction that they're going and we can understand what they what they like. So Lindsay, why don't you tell me a little bit about your process once we have a new family member to the style and structure team, what do you do to take them through that process? Yeah. So what I like to do is I, sometimes I don't meet them right away. So Danielle and the sales team actually will go to their house, meet them or go to a lot. And so what I do is I send out an email saying, hi, my name's Lindsay and I'm going to be creating some fun mood boards for you. And in order to do that, we set up a Pinterest board that we collaborate with together and they just go to town. They'll pin anything that they like. If they like a wall detail or a lighting fixture or a certain paint color, I just tell them to pin anything. And then I- I love Pinterest. Yes. <laughs> I think it's so much fun. Although my husband tells me you can get down a rabbit hole and he's like, you just have all these ideas. Where are we going to put them? How are we going to afford them? You know, yeah. it's just, there's a lot on there. And what I've noticed when we do have a joint Pinterest board mm-hmm. are people take it really seriously and they really edit out exactly what they want for their house. So it isn't like your everyday Pinterest where you're just kind of going back and forth and just pinning whatever. They really are narrowing it down. And so it's really easy for me to see in all the pictures like, okay, they really like a rustic look or they really like uh, modern. And that way I can pull from that and really dive into, okay, I'm I'm going to create something for them. And whether we like meet and they don't love it right away, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just to be a fun inspiration, jumping off point. And if they actually say something that they don't like about the mood boards, that's just as informational too. Because I know, okay, they don't like gold. Yeah. Great. Let's change all the hardware to black. And I think a picture is worth a thousand words because a lot of people can't vocalize what they like about design. Like a lot of people cannot say, this is my style. I'm a modern rustic homeowner. You know, they, right. they just can see and appreciate different designs. So I think pictures really help us define it for them. I I completely agree. And I what I like to do is just give them a jumping off point. And so when they actually see these mood boards, they get inspired and then they do start saying, oh, I, I like this, but I really want to change this around. And then I'll kind of recreate the mood boards for them 
and send them off to Claire. And mm-hmm. so then when they meet with Claire for their selections, they can just hit the ground running, yeah. which is really nice. I think going into a selection meeting without doing all that work, you know, if you walk into a selection meeting, all you have is your floor plan and, you know, some Pinterest pictures you did yourself without working with the team, that's hard. You're coming in and there are thousands of options. It's like, where do we begin? So I do like, one, narrowing it down so people feel like they have a sense of direction on the front end. But two, I think it gives them the design experience because there's so many unique things that we create for our homeowners that they would have never thought of. And then we put those suggestions out during that mood board process and they're like, oh my gosh, I would have never thought of that. And sometimes that ends up being their favorite feature in the home. Yeah. And what I really love too is like we get Justin, who's our architect, chiming in on certain things. And yeah. and it when we all come together and we all have these ideas, we end up making the best product because yeah. you have like all the different ideas coming in. Yeah. No, it is a team effort because I might say something for design that I think the customers should look at. And then, you know, Joe might say, okay, well, here's how we could do it and thinking through the construction of it. And then Justin's looking through, you know, the plans and and codes and how we can build that. So it takes, you know, our whole team of experts to really make one idea happen, even if it seems pretty simple. Yeah. And I really think with working just with one person, it would be a total miss because it's like, how do they bounce ideas off each other? Mm-hmm. It's intimidating to me if if I was to work with somebody and it was just me. I love the fact that we can all bounce ideas off. And then when somebody says one thing, I might take that and be and get the ball rolling and it might turn into something completely different, but it never would have sparked something in me if mm-hmm. we weren't working together. Yeah. And I also think, you know, homeowners get a little nervous because this is a huge investment and they want to do it right and they want to, they want to love it uh, and they don't want to regret some of their choices. Right. So I think of like going shopping and you're out with your mom or your best friend or your sister and, you know, even if you have an idea of what you want, you're still always asking for their opinion. You may not use their opinion, but it's just nice to hear all the options to really narrow down like you said, what you don't like and what you do like. Absolutely. I, d- I remember when Style and Structure was building my house mm-hmm. and that was like one thing that I kept hearing from certain people was, uh, I don't know if I really like that. And it made me like it even more because I really, because it, it was unique and I wanted it to be original. And so it wasn't like people were saying, oh, I absolutely hate it. They were just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you should have white walls with black doors. And I'm like, yep. That, that's happening then. That was a hot button for people in your house. It really was. It was like a dividing argument, whether it was black doors, white doors, stained wood doors. And ultimately, you went with the black doors yeah. and black trim. Around the doors. Around the doors. The, around the casing. The casing. But every, all the other trim was white yeah. around the windows. And then I had black windows. And so that really played off the doors. And I really thought, okay, this is going to make it look really like pop out. And it did. So I remember that particular issue because not only was it a design conversation, we talk about this being a team effort. We actually brought in our painters because we've also heard horror stories about 
you know, painted doors and dark doors and just getting chips and, you know, not being able to fix them. So they came in, we have such an amazing paint company and they came in and not only recommended a different, completely different paint type that they would normally use on doors. It was an enamel, right? Yeah. And it was just a higher end paint and, um, but then how they did it, how many coats they did. And, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, the enamel, there's all these different steps that we typically would not do on white doors because white doors were a little easier to touch up. And they just said with the black ones, if you get one nick, you will see that touch up spot forever. Yeah. So they wanted to make sure they were, you know, and going to hold up. I have a house with three boys mm-hmm. and so it needed to hold up. And yeah. we've lived there for almost two years now. And OK, the white walls might be <laughs> a little dinged up, but the black doors have stayed good but those are easy to touch up they are we do have a big bucket of paint and because like you know like when you always go to like mexico and you see people whitewashing all the walls like a super easy touch up and look so so fresh i'm like that i can do that in my own house Mm because people are like what are you doing with three boys and white walls i'm like i'll just touch it up but i have kind of like a medium color wall and it gets scuffed up just as much yeah and just as noticeable yeah so yeah, and that's a big reason we use flat paint is because it's easy easy to touch up. But I think that's something that we factor in on these mood boards too is just how are you going to live in this home? Yes, we can come up with all these great ideas, but we want it to be as maintenance-free as possible. We want it to you know, hold up to how you're going to live. And so those are all things we're thinking through on the design phase too. Right, and another great thing about mood boards, which – people don't give enough credit to them. It's kind of a way to house all your ideas and have it all visually right in front of you. Because mm-hmm. we, so we use a uh, program called Builder Trend, mm-hmm. which you can scroll down and look at all your selections, which is great. And, but they're all kind of separated out. You don't see them all together. Yeah. Which a mood board kind of brings it all together and you can kind of see all your ideas in one space and oh yeah, I like those door handles with that yeah. lighting fixture. And and I think that's important. It's, you know, similar to when they're going through selection, our designers will use a lay flat, which is just something where we lay out all the samples together because you really are picking out so many different things in a home and you want it to all flow and coordinate together. You're still going to have things that are, you know, pops of color or, you know, different things, but you still only want if it you to want all, to only if you want to or it's all gonna you know just making sure it still flows together all the wood tones are flowing together and you know just everything right do you remember back in the early 2000s when everybody wanted every room to be a different color and even in the same room I different accents yes yeah I could not I remember my very first home and I could not pick a style I liked so <laughs> my husband and I went through the Pottery Barn magazine and each page had a different theme or color, if you will. And I did each room in my house in those. A I look back, different and style. <laughs> and, the, and then you always think, like when you would go through model homes, you're like, what? Why do I like this so much? And if you really look, it's because they carried a certain color scheme, a certain design style around the entire house. 
And that was something that I learned kind of early on that, you know, different people would be like, what are you doing? Your whole house is the same color. I'm like, I like it. I like it to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so just to have like kind of everything play off each other. And like if you see a certain tile in your kitchen, maybe you might carry it into your master bathroom or something. It's like, oh, I just saw that tile over there. Oh, it kind of coordinates. Yeah. And that's really hard to with an existing home that you purchase because you didn't build it. It might not fully be your style. You can totally remodel it, but a lot of people might not make major updates to the exterior. So then you go into so many homes where the exterior gives you one vibe and you think you're walking into a certain home and then you get inside and it's totally modern or whatever. And so that's the perk of building. We get to think through all of those things from your interior to the exterior. The whole package is going to just have you know, a nice flow to it. Yeah. I love that. Me too. But I also do love when you see something from the outside and you go in and it's completely unexpected. You're like, whoa. Yeah. That's fun too. And that's, I think, also comes with the mood boards. It's just all these little design surprises throughout. So yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing that I love about you know, working with Justin and Claire and all all of our people on our team is they they've all been in the industry forever. And as a team, we go out and do the parade of homes together, three modeler showcase. That what's the other one that we always do? Oh, the artisan home oh, tour. The artisan home tour. Yeah. And you know, we've been doing this all together for years and we all kind of like tuck away what our favorite little things are. And you know, that might come up too with like a new build, like, oh, I really love this built in banquette or a book nook mm-hmm. or, you know, the kids' bedrooms joining together with ladders and having a little attic, you know, yeah. crawl space up there. Yeah. We create our own internal mood boards and we are sometimes just waiting for the perfect client yes. to bring up suggestions. And sometimes that's it's a matter of budget. Sometimes it's a matter of, you know, their family situation, if they have young kids or not. Um, their style. We just recently had a client who came from Portland, Oregon and had just such a unique, fun style, different from any customer that we've worked with. So we brought in a ton of design ideas that we may have not suggested to someone who's looking for more of a modern farmhouse. Right. So it's just kind of fun to you know, arch doorways, tuck those away and library, yep. bell ladder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. And an indoor pool. Indoor pool. I can't wait. Yeah. That's going to be fun. And that's why Joe isn't here today because he's... He's working on it. He's working on it right now. Getting ready for the parade of homes. Yes. (laughs) But no, I think, you know, with, with bringing you on, Lindsay. So if those of you who don't know, Lindsay is my sister. So you have always had a knack for design. You've been designing since you were a kid. I remember, you know, my room, it was 100% designed by my mom, like most kids. And you always were very opinionated, wanted to have a hand in the design and pick out things. I'm like, just give me a toy. I don't care. And you wanted decor. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I, I have always loved it. Even like, and my design styles have evolved throughout the years. But even like moving into my apartment in college, my my bedroom was my little sanctuary and I like designed that thing from floor to ceiling. Yeah. I removed a ceiling fan 
and put a chandelier in it in an old apartment that really needed a ceiling fan. But hey, you have to sacrifice for design. Yeah, sometimes. Although I will say I just put a ceiling fan in my bedroom and it is heaven. <laughs> it is. It is. My my husband won that argument and now I'll never go back. Yeah. No, I agree. But lighting fixtures, all those details I think are so important. But even for people who aren't as much into design as you are, I think so many of our customers, when they finally move into that space and it really reflects their personality, it's like it is their sanctuary. It's the place where they can relax and be excited about their home. You do not have to be big into design to appreciate you know, your home reflecting your style. Exactly. And the one thing I do have to say is, you know, people always ask me, is it hard to design for other people with different design tastes? And it really isn't because my house is my design. Mm -hmm. I put my heart and soul into it. Everything I love is in my house and I'm done. I don't need to do that again. Like I want to do something different. So when people come in with different design tastes, I love it because I love having those creative juices flowing and coming up with new ideas. I don't want to see the same house twice. And Mm -hmm. that is our motto of our whole company is that we don't want to do that either. Never the same home twice. But I think that's so important. It's like you can appreciate different design styles even if they're not yours and it's like we're always on trips or you know parade tours just going through houses or seeing architectural features and really just loving and being obsessed with that and it doesn't have to be you know our style or something we would do in our personal home but to appreciate it and then when you find that right client who would also appreciate it it's just yeah so much fun that that's like one thing I I cannot believe I hear sometimes on the parade of homes is like you're going through this million dollar gorgeous home and people are just knocking it left and right like oh I don't like this I don't like that it's like okay that's okay but can you appreciate that it's done well and that it's still like a great design (laughs) well for me especially as people go through a parade of homes it's like you're seeing a lot of models and you want to see something different because a lot of you know prices have gone up some of the builders during the more recent parades have held back on some fun upgrades just so they can get you know the square footage in there so when you do see a builder using some of those fun design creative ideas it's like you appreciate it it's fun to see something different I'm not out at the parade of homes trying to see the same thing every time no I I absolutely love it and can I just say I really need a bunk room Because that was all over the Parade of Homes last season, and I need one now. Yeah. I just think that would be so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. The kids always have sleepovers and have that bunk room space. Mm. I'm kind of glad that I didn't have my basement finished right away, because that's going in my basement, is a bunk room. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's fun, too. It's like with, uh, with planning someone's home... We do a lot of future planning. So some people will hold off on the basement, hold off on their porch or maybe an elaborate landscaping plan like holding off on their pool. Whatever it is, we can still incorporate it on the front end mood boards just again so you have the plan started. Not that they couldn't change, but that mm-hmm. you kind of have an idea of what's to come. Yeah. And it and those mood boards that I make for people like 
I send them so that they can show their friends too because it's like they want to talk about it during their build and that's when you they'll go to different vendors and collect their floor sample and their tile sample and people are like oh excited to see what their house is going to look like and so that's another fun way to show your friends is got a mood board yeah yeah so at Style and Structure, we do offer design services, even if someone is not moving forward with a build with us, maybe they're out of state or, you know, maybe they're doing their own remodel, but want some design help. So that's something that's really fun too, is just being able to help people in the front end and get them started in the right direction. Yeah. So Lindsay, how long have you been with Style and Structure now? Has it been two years? I mean... I've been there since the beginning. My house was the first house built by Style and Structure. Which is why you ultimately came on the team. Yes. So much fun building your house. So much fun. And, but even before that, we've always worked together on design stuff. Like I talked about as sisters, you know, whether it was some design stuff you were doing in your own home, we flipped houses together. We did a really cool project in Minneapolis, which was fun. Yeah. Um, even when I was flipping houses in Colorado, You'd I would call, call you and yeah. like, help, <laughs> I need some design ideas. Yep. So yeah, we've been doing that. And then, um, when I just have to say when, cause Danielle and her husband were flipping houses in Colorado and when they moved here to Minnesota and we flipped our first house in Minneapolis together, yeah, Danielle knew what to do she knew how to handle all the trades coming in Danielle and I were project managers and we were mm-hmm. there every day and we had like painters electricians flooring guys come in and she knew how to be professional with them I did not I wanted to be best <laughs> friends I gave them all nicknames and so sometimes when they didn't show up or just left I like it would hurt my soul and yeah Danielle's like you gotta toughen up if you're in this industry yeah you you got a little sad sometimes I did oh I couldn't God. believe people just didn't show up to a job yeah that was that was funny who was the plumber that you what do you name him oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Billy Bob that's right oh my gosh that was so funny you he looked like Billy Bob Thornton okay he did and you loved him <laughs> I loved him and then he didn't he didn't show up to a job site. And so then I tracked down his assistant's Facebook and got a hold of him. And then he gave me his like new phone number. And when he answered, he could not believe it was me. I tracked him down. You did track him down. I think that was... He finished off the job though. <laughs> he did. He came Out back. Out of pure guilt. Out of pure guilt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that was fun though. We had... Sean such- White was our painter. He was great. Not the real Sean not, White. Not the real Sean that White. That was a nickname. That was a nickname. Yeah. But uh, that was a fun project. That was an old home in Minneapolis near Lake Nokomis. And yeah. it was a 1900s old Tudor home. So it was a lot of like trying to keep the charm, but also some major updates. Yeah. We added a walk-in closet in the master bedroom. Oh. That was a game changer. That era of homes just had the tiniest closets. But the cool thing about this house was that it, there was a separated little city nook. And so it was like a perfect area to put a closet. I know. And we I did hate... French door. We actually went to Bauer Brothers, which mm-hmm. is a, a salvage place here in Minneapolis. And we got antiqued French doors and knobs. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was had always been there. Yeah. I hate getting rid of a city nook, though. But 
a closet closet non-negotiable yeah <laughs> the bathroom is a really good size yeah so we did that project and then um we started doing some client design projects helping them with either just furniture and design you're really good at staging i think one thing people really have a hard time doing is staging whether it's tables bookshelves just kind of that accessorizing to finish off a space yeah and I didn't realize how much people just want you to just do it for them mm-hmm. I would always get so nervous because I'm like I oh I want your help a little bit so I know that I'm doing it right like I, I still have your style in mind and people are like no just take my money and just do it for me and then we kind of would do this like reveal for people and oh, they would cry and I'm like okay so much fun maybe I'm on the right track here yes <laughs> And we actually have a couple clients who are like, okay, I'm building this beautiful new home. And then what? I'm not going to be able to like make it look as pretty or, you know, furniture. And and that's something that we can help with. with one, putting together some furniture ideas. Most people want to purchase the big ticket items themselves. Yes. They want to find their couch, find the right bed and mattress. But if again, we give them that direction on the mood boards, then they can start shopping but then they're still left with the accessorizing. Yeah. So we have one client right now and I'm saying she wants us to come in and accessorize for her after. And I'm like, all right, give us a budget. Let us know your style and we'll get in there and take care of it because it really is so much fun for us. And sometimes I, you know, spending other people's money, I want to be <laughs> very, very careful with it. But it's also fun. <laughs> but it's also really fun. Like, yeah. Because you just get to go shopping. Oh. You and I look ridiculous. We're going down every aisle with huge carts full and they're like, you're buying all of that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're buying all of it. Yeah. The the thing I like to do though, you know, just to be conscious of budget is really mix in low with high. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I love going to Home Goods or TJ Maxx and just really finding like a diamond in the rough kind of little pieces. Mm-hmm. And then if there's something a little bit more that you want to spend on, like nicer lamps or things like that, or, you know, ottomans. And mm-hmm. and we really love having greenery in a home. And so that's one area that we've really narrowed down the places we like to buy mm-hmm. greenery you know, just some places come and it looks a little too fake. So there's definitely yeah. some that are better than others. We certainly can get small little table toppers for, you know, less money. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Target has some pretty good ones, Home Goods sometimes. But these other places, you're going to spend a little bit more money for a more realistic look. Yeah. And we have partnered with a floral uh, to be a wholesaler. And, you know, taking the brunt of it all, I purchased a bunch of stems for my own home just to try it out, you know, so I can really shed wisdom for other people. Yeah. I had to do it for my job, Danielle. Yeah, you had to. I I went to town this fall with all the pompous grass, the like more purpley leaf stems. Mm-hmm. I, it was a game changer. Yeah. No, it looks great. So I think that... The- People have a hard time knowing what they should buy. It's something we can help them with. Or if they want to do it themselves and just know that it's been researched and you're going to get some beautiful, realistic looking stuff, you can go to our website, to our shop, and take a peek at that when that's up and running. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Um, Danielle, can you tell everybody what our business name was when we used to help people out? Oh, yes. Yeah. So as sisters, nobody ever believed us that we were sisters no. growing up because you look like this exotic Brazilian with dark hair, dark eyes and tan. And I it. look like this Irishman's daughter <laughs> with paler skin and I've got green eyes and blonde hair. Um, so yeah, that was always just kind of the running joke that people thought we were like friends calling each other sisters, which we're not, but, uh, we're so, friends, yeah. <laughs> we're friends, yeah. but we're not friends lying about being sisters. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so our company name that we started when we were flipping houses and helping people with design was Blonde and Burnett Designs. Yeah. I still like that name. I think it's so cute. And we had two little caricatures drawn up that kind of looked like us. And yeah. Yeah. And so Joe, when we were doing this, he would come and help us when we did have a little bit more of a bigger like renovation. Yeah. So like a kitchen or something. Yeah. And our general contractor. And so he was part of the Blonde and Brunette Designs. And Way so back when. when Danielle and Joe decided to branch off and do style and structure... He bought me out for $1. I still have that dollar framed. Yes, he did. Yeah, 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 he did. <laughs> but really what kind of what stemmed that was, you know, Joe and I have a background of building new construction homes, and that really is our passion. So we do do a lot of remodels. We still do design, but we've made sure to hire on the right team of people to help our customers with those like you, who's, you know, great at design, where Joe and I, um, you know, got to add that piece you know style and structure of building new construction homes yes um which we love so. i love it yeah i building my house i've never built a house before and so style and structure was my first experience and my best one that was an interesting experience because you're my sister mm -hmm. and you know we are building your house and you were also being you know playing designer on the home so i remember we would be meeting in my kitchen and we'd have justin there drawing plans joe talking about the build you and i are going back and forth and design ideas and it would just be like these long powwows oh designing this dream home and then we had some that was my favorite time oh, of my life it was so much fun so much but then fun. we had some issues we ran into with architectural committee approvals and we had to in some ways go back to the drawing board and I remember you being so bummed and then all of a sudden we redid a bunch of stuff and you loved it even more it yes was, yeah it was it was a long process getting that up and running and uh, but so much fun. And so then we were really excited after your home to bring you officially on board. Yes. To Style Instructor. I mean, you kind of had to. My my house <laughs> won a Reggie Award. <laughs> yes, it did. It was great. And I think that's just what customers are looking for. They want that unique style and just fun ideas thrown at them and really to have help along the way. Like it, their own sisters, they're yeah. giving them, you know, advice the build and when clients come in I can tell like at first they are a little bit nervous but when you know me you Justin Joe Claire we're all kind of talking at them these really start to feel a part of the process mm -hmm. and by the time they leave they already feel like family yeah and so it really is such a fun experience to build or renovate with us I just have to say 
I agree. I might be biased, but I think it's really, really fun. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely biased, but I think the thing that sets us apart is we do bring these homeowners along this journey. We're designing it with them and we're not, you know, here's your plan, you know, pick A, B, or C. It's like we all get really into it as if we're all designing our own homes all over again. Yes. And we really do pour everything into each project because that's what makes it fun for us, for it to be different and unique and to feel like we've really captured our homeowner's personality yeah. in the home. Got some fun ones coming up too. I can't wait for people to see what's coming up on 2023. Oh, yeah. Got some good ones. Well, thank you, Lindsay, so much for joining me and going over our mood board process with customers. I know that that is one of the most exciting things that customers look forward to. Of course. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed our talk today about mood boards. And if you're interested in putting together a mood board for yourself, go onto our website at style-structure.com and we can set up a consultation and get you started. Do I get to say Joe's part at the end right now? I guess, yeah. So thanks again, everyone. I'm Danielle. And I'm Lindsay. (laughs) And that's that's another another episode of If Walls Could Talk.